Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. You should be able to hear the magnetic resonance. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you <laughs> are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, science fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. Actually, I blew that. It's science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. And I am your other host, Susan Fox. And with us this week is voice actor Andrew Bates. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, this is uh, a lot of fun because we have just heard your voice in the promos for the... The Sphero Spider-Man toy. Yes. And that's... Yeah, my little buddy. And that's your voice for all the dialogue. How long did you spend in the booth recording that stuff? Oh, we have been working on Spiro Spider-Man for almost a year and a half, pretty much. We've been doing a lot with this little guy. Wow, he's he has a lot to offer. So this he is, does he does. This has been kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's it's been basically my full time job for the last day, year and a half, and it's uh, it's been a pretty freaking awesome full time job. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Yeah, being uh, you're one of the few people that uh, they can actually say that uh, they've played Spider-Man as an actor, and I'm a officially Marvel licensed Spider-Man, a Marvel approved Spider-Man. So, so Marvel gave me the thumbs up. <laughs> wow, that's great. You know, <laughs> and you didn't have to do, uh, and you didn't need a stunt double, and you didn't have to put on tights. Or did you? Well, I don't I did know. Wear, I did wear the tights, but that was just more for me. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's great. So just alone in a booth with tights on, and, and yeah, <laughs> I didn't even get Spider-Man tights. I just got like regular like spandex, like a nude onesie, just so I felt. No, oh, never mind. I'm not never even going to continue mind. that line of don't joke. So, <laughs> da, 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 naked man. Thank goodness you're here. Oh, I wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's got away from you, didn't it? He didn't say it was going to be this kind of party, guys. Because I don't know. I mean, Spidey's six, fifteen year old. He can't handle this uh, adult humor he got going. I was making those kind of jokes when I was fifteen, weren't you? Uh huh. No comment. My parents might listen to this. <clears throat> so, how did you end up in this role? I mean, this is this is kind of a uh, this is one of those pivotal moments in your life when you get a job this big, doing one voice for a year and a, a year and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I actually, um, I lost a bet. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I, no. I'm, I'm just kidding. That's, that's my standard <laughs> response for that. <laughs> 
No, no, I've been uh, um, kind of back when uh, I first started voice acting, geez, about eight years ago or something like that. Um, I, I got into my head that, uh, man, you know, I've, I've got the voice of a teenager. I can't really like, you know, make regular phone calls or go through drive throughs and, and feel like an adult. So it's got to be good for something. And um, then a, a, a friend of mine from uh, – well, not a friend, now a friend, but uh, somebody from London actually uh, heard some of my demos and said, hey, I want to do a Spider-Man motion with you because you sound like a great 15-year-old Peter Parker. And I was like, man, that would be so, so much fun. So we actually – Started a little bit of a project with that, and it kind of fell through. But uh, I had a couple of my friends, uh, September Day Carter um, and uh, Gene Alexander, both of them from Atlanta, Georgia, come in and uh, Mary Jane and, and Aunt May, respectively. And we had a blast doing it. And I was like, man, I like being Superman. This is cool. I don't have to put on spandex unless I really want to. And it works out for having a 15-year-old voice. <laughs> so um, – yeah, I ended up uh, – uh, we did another project called The Death of Spider-Man, which mm-hmm. is on um, YouTube. It's uh, – spoiler alert, it's in the title, and it's very depressing. But uh had a lot of great friends come in and work on it. it it's got over 4 million views. So oh, my we, God. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it, uh, okay, it kind we've of took off virally. We're going to have to check this out and, and uh, make a video of the day of the thing on our on the Krypton Radio website. To be sure. Uh, Check it out. Uh, have Kleenex handy. It is. It is pretty sad. It's. Uh, uh, but it was. It was fun. It was something that. Uh, uh, it was. It was pointing it at the time because it came out in 2011, and we just had a bunch of great people who said, "Yeah, let's." They donated their time. Actually, I paid them with Little Caesars five dollar pizzas. So mm-hmm. that was <laughs> big spender here. Yeah, yeah it must. Uh, have, must have been a non-union show at the time, or. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, just a for a fun project. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody really got paid. It was myself and uh, my friend uh, Thomas Andrew Larson mm-hmm. from um, Zero Point Productions. He did the video work, and I did all the audio work. And we just had a passion for Spider Man, and, and this teenage version in particular, Ultimate Spider Man, is the designation mm-hmm. from that that comic book series. And uh, just got a bunch of really great good friends who wanted to come and do it for fun, and it. Turned out really well, and we had a great time doing it. So, that's that. That was the the beginning of my road to uh, to to wearing the virtual vocal webs. <laughs> so, uh, and then from there, um, obviously, there was an audition or a selection process someplace, or somebody saw this video and said, "Hey, that's the guy." Kind of. Um, a friend of mine um, named Katie Lee, and you guys might recognize her from um, a lot of great classic voiceover um, uh, roles. She was in Gummy Bears. She was Baby Rolf in The Muppet Babies. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So, yep. so there's was, her line um, in. Conker's the- Muddlefoot in the. Oh, excuse me? As I am, there's your line into Disney. Is Muppet. Well, um, my line actually was into Sphero, is the company. Um, ah, she. Mm-hmm. They were looking for some people to um, to do some dive. This cool idea for a virtual toy, and they were trying to nail the right licensing and nail the right character. and And I, for about two three years, did a bunch of different uh, demos for them and all sorts of different characters. And uh, when the just the magic combination of, of Marvel and Spider Man and Sphero came about, um, they were like, "Yeah, that that will be the perfect character and license for." this crazy cool idea and uh this the folks at sphero are so nice and they went to bat 
for me. They said, this guy is our, our boy. He is our Spider-Man. He's part of the package deal. So if we want to do this, this is the guy that has to do it. So wow. thanks to them and thanks to Katie Lee. I've, I've, uh, I've been, uh, I've been Spider-Man. <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. Um, you really do sound like you're 15 or 16. Uh, I feel your pain truly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I'm actually and, 72, which really it's really <laughs> Is you your know, mommy like, home? Like like Burt Ward. You know, Burt Ward yep. still sounds like a teenager and he's in his 70. 70s. Yeah, he's 70 something. <laughs> and he, Holy and he still tapioca sound, pudding, Batman. Yeah, exactly. You know what? All the way to the bank. Yeah. It's it's kind of a cool thing when you, when you can do these teenage roles cuz I mean there's there's always in cartoons and comic books there's always that teenage superhero you know and and mm-hmm. uh, the one that the that relates to the kids and relates to the the demographic that's going to be buying the comics and buying the action figures and stuff like that so uh that that's that that's a lucky thing a friend of mine who does really big bad guy voices um Bob Carter he um mm-hmm. was that enough name drops I've like dropped like 30 names that's in fine. like 12 yeah. seconds this is, this is awesome yeah um but yeah he he's like man I really wish I had that young voice because I always have to be the bad guy I want to be a good guy for a change so it's uh and and at this point if it hasn't changed it's not changing so I'll just I'll <laughs> yeah. stick with it and, well, and I'll be Robin, I'll be Spider-Man, I'll be, you know, you know whatever teenagers you need me to be. <laughs> sidekicks make a living, too. Exactly. <laughs> well, and uh, if you're an adult and you have a voice like this, you'll probably be working forever. Well, that's it, this. you won't age you get, out of the yeah, world. You're not going to age out. That's the plan, yeah. As long as I take care of the voice and, mm-hmm. and don't uh, don't uh, scream at too many football games or something <laughs> stupid like that, I can hopefully uh, hopefully keep riding the uh, riding the teenage train for a while. So, well, and that's the difficulty with a lot of the teenage voice actors is that uh, they age out, and their uh-huh. voice only sounds like that for maybe three or four years, and then they're gone. This is why all yep. your you know children are played by adult women, so they don't mm-hmm. their voices don't break in the middle of it. Oh yeah, that's exactly. it. You know, yeah, Bart, Bart Simpson has been the same um, very talented voice actress Nancy Cartwright for years and years and years, and she's she's still a good ten year old boy. <laughs> yeah. So um, this has got this has to have been one of the more interesting voice voice acting jobs you've ever had in that oh, yeah. uh you've been working on it working on this one project for so long and you're not telling a story you know i we actually are that's the cool thing about this toy it is you're basically becoming friends with spider-man and you go through there's actually this is that's what's so weird about it but so innovative there's actually storylines where you go through where he'll remember your decisions and remember whether you do something in time or remember whether you you help him out when he asks you for help and that will reflect how the gameplay proceeds and um, and how like there might be a different result if you didn't help him in time or there might be a different mission if you did help him in time. Oh, if so that makes this, any sense. So this is actually it really uh, is a storyline. So this is a deep. Uh, uh, you know, I was looking at the the promo for the toy, and I thought, well, this is great, but how long is it going to be interesting? This looks like maybe fifteen minutes worth of fun, but it sounds like it's a lot deeper than that. 
that that's the thing that that I don't think a lot of people have got, and you kind of need to to really dive into it to really understand. I mean, there are there's so many different types of gameplay with this toy. Um, my favorites are the missions. There, there are little patrols that are like you know, oh, you'll save cats from a tree or or stop a, a minor bad guy or uh, stop a bank robbery. But then there's the main missions with the big super villains like Electro and Vulture, and um, with those, those actually last like over a week's time. So. Wow. Yeah, on Monday, Spidey might come might come to you and say, "Hey, I uh, just heard that there's um uh there was a bank robbery with a uh uh white van and it's supposed to be over here. Do you want to go check it out?" So you go check it out with Spidey and you find out that there's nobody actually driving the van. It's remote controlled. Is this and now, the where is the the game going on? Is that on your device or your your phone that you take Spider-Man with you someplace and then it no it's all um on the toy it's it's through okay. sound effects and through um kind of storytelling kind of a choose your own adventure ish kind of a thing where he'll he'll describe the setting to you uh, you'll once you say okay hey let's go you'll hear this awesome cityscape and the sounds of him swinging through Manhattan to the next location and eventually you'll be like oh we're here and then he describes the scene that you're at then it's it's a lot of that's what i love about it there's it's not it's imagination you have to like use your mind's eye to create this cool so, scene that's being set up for you so this and is sort of like an interactive fight. radio drama yeah exactly that's exactly what it is and in fact huh. um we've had a lot of um now that they're they're really pushing these missions to where they're they're really dramatizing them more, where we've got multiple voice actors playing some of the baddies. I mean, some amazing talent is coming into play. Some of the some of the supervillains, which uh, you'll never hear credited unless I say them right now, which I've already said one of them, <laughs> Bob Carter, who gets to come in and be um, Rhino and Craven and some other different bad guys. So yeah, it'll it'll uh, it's it's cool how you really just become a partner with spider-man and start to uh, go through what his day-to-day is like to a point to where you know you're starting off talking about school and then all of a sudden by the end of it you're trying to escape from a supervillain who's shooting electricity at you (laughs) so did all of this stuff uh get mapped out and nailed down before they brought you in or was it still in development when you uh, started recording it was in in uh, a lot of it was had the ideas the the skeletons but it, that's what's been kind of cool for me as a you know as a voice actor I've been able to be there from the embryonic stages of this to where it developed into the gameplay that it is now I mean there was a good month or two even in there where we just tried different intros to like to figure out how the gameplay was going to work whether it was going to be like a uh a, a virtual character on the phone that basically sends you out on missions with spider-man or if it's going to be like uh there was even talk that at one point they were going to try and get stan lee himself to, to add some of his uh uh, Excelsior vocal <laughs> prowess mm-hmm. to the toy too. So yeah, there's a lot of different ideas that, that, uh, and the Sphero folks are so cool that, you know, like if I come up with an idea and I throw it at them, if it worked out, then they would add it to there and they're always coming up with 
I am shocked at the amazing innovations they come up with. Them there is times like I can go through a lot of the recordings of me doing some of these missions where just the gameplay is so cool. Where I I had to bellow out right in the middle of the recording session. This is so cool! I can't wait to play this myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, great. It's, it's yeah, our, yeah. Uh, uh, one of our morning DJs, Obi Sean Crosby, he, he's a uh, voice actor as well. He has a show called Good Morning Tatooine. Uh, awesome. And he's on uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 12 uh, Pacific time. He's he's a rather gifted voice actor as well. And he does a pretty mean Stan Lee. And, nice. Uh, oh, good to know. I'll have to, uh, <laughs> I'll have to take that down. Greetings, true believers. This is absolutely, positively not Stan Lee, reminding you that you are listening to Krypton Radio. Krypton? That's the other guys. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Excelsior! So, uh, even if you can't get the real Stan Lee, I know somebody who can do the job. Good to know. I will. I will you definitely let them know because uh, yeah. that's another thing. In in the toy, even um, like he creates his universe, and one of the the gags is that uh, his neighbor is named Stan. <laughs> so there's a Stan cameo. Yep. yep. Oh, that's funny. Of course yeah. There is. That's there, there's, there's a little joke in there where you can ask him all sorts of questions, and that's part of the the the, the deep digging that they don't really say what all the questions are that he answers. I mean, I recorded like hundreds of responses to questions, and uh, in one of the here's for anyone listening here's some some little hints and tidbits. I mean, you can ask him about most of the main Avengers. It's like, hey, do you know Iron Man? Do you, you know Tony Stark? Do you know Hawkeye? And one of the, the gags is he says, oh, do you mean the superhero Thor or my next door neighbor Thor? And, <laughs> the gag, and you say the next door neighbor. He's like, I'm just kidding. My next door neighbor is actually named Stan. And that's how you know that his name's Stan. So it, it actually creates a, a universe. There's world building within this interactive toy. It's so cool. It sounds really deep. I the the more I hear about it, the more excited I am about seeing the toy. At least you know, at least playing with it for a little while to see what it's what it's like. Do you have any idea what they're going to sell the thing for? It's uh, um, it is on yeah, it's on sale for one forty nine ninety nine, so one hundred and fifty bucks. Which you know, it seems like it might be a little bit, but I mean, it's a it's a nice piece of technology. Plus, the thing that uh, we haven't even really talked about is because it connects to your phone app. The content will be constantly updated. In fact, um, mm. I, I can't, I don't know if I can say the exact number, but we've already discussed multiple years that we're going to keep doing updates for this. So, wow. When, yeah. Boy, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> I know. Hey, Tiger, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. This, this is that's awesome. This is pretty cool. This yeah. Is, so I mean, like, like right now on the toy, there's, for example, with the the villain missions, there are two main villain missions on there right now. But as they will be um, um, put out occasionally, like through updates, we've already recorded like four or five more main villain missions. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more on the horizon. And then there's some other things which I can't say right now because they're, they're not announced, but there's some really cool functionality that's, uh, that's coming up soon that, that something is completely different, a complete new addition to it that's, yeah, they, they, 
the Sphero folks are so brilliant and so in. They, they just think of so many cool new ways around things and just like, hey, why don't we try this? And then they make it work and they make it awesome. <laughs> now the toy itself does it uh, does it have the animated uh, animated eyes? Yes, it does. It's got uh, LED eyes, and the amount of personality they can get from just the eyes is ridiculous. I mean, he's, you know, when he's saying something sarcastic, he actually rolls his eyes. And <laughs> can't, he can't help but laugh, honestly. Um, but, you know, if he's he's getting shifty eyes, he'll get shifty eyes. He'll, you know, if he's surprised, they'll get all big, just like in the, the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie where he's got the uh, the, the moving lenses. It, it's the same same effect. So you've... With just these two little, you know, LCD screens, you get a ton of personality from them. I take it then that you have seen the new movie. Yes, yes, I have. You must, yep. and you I, must have liked it. I loved it. I was, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard not to be when you are Spider-Man. Yep, yep. It's we're part of a club. You know, we we hang out later. We actually go to a, we, we meet at a, at at airport first class lounges. Just as the Spider-Man. Uh-huh. So up in the rafters, you know. Yeah. So have you been have... <laughs> exactly? Yeah, we don't actually get into the room. We have to wait. Out. I mean, that's the classic Peter Parker thing, you know. We we just stand outside. You know, <laughs> so have you been? Um, have has this opened any doors for you, or are you still so busy with this that you don't have time to consider anything else? Um, kind of started the, the, mostly the latter, just that I've been, I've been doing this all the time. I mean, at home, what it's cool because I've also been helping them as a dialogue editor too. I'm an, I'm an audio editor as well. So everything that wow, uh, you, okay. you hear on Spidey, I've recorded and then I've also gone through and cleaned up and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's been a lot, but, uh, like right now I'm actually in Anaheim at, uh, D23 with Spiro. So who knows, you know? Even this weekend, what kind of fun, fun, cool stuff could could happen? And the next week, uh, we're going to be at San Diego Comic Con. So there's oh, you know, lots of little interesting things happening here and there. <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, uh, we're going to be at Comic Con as well. I'm on two panels myself. I've heard that, and and I am looking forward to hopefully meeting y'all in in the human flesh persons. This could happen. Yeah, that we could we could <laughs> arrange that. You know, maybe even find some way to actually buy you that drink. Oh, stop it. Or at least okay. a sock monkey. Yep. <laughs> or a mutant I'll, I'll have milk, chocolate, shaken, not stirred. Yes. <laughs> so, um, gosh. Uh, so you are an audio editor as well. I mean, you're, you've been, you've been working more closely with them than just doing the voice recording. Are you offering story ideas and, uh, uh, ideas for branching out in different directions as well? Yeah, like I say, the, the Sphero people are, are super open to, you know, considering anything. There's, there's, you know, technical limitations within. I know that was one of the first things that everybody wanted was to him, have him actually like shoot webs of somehow, somehow, whether it's like mm-hmm. a silly string or something like that. And there's just, you know, no feasible financially or financially feasible technical way to do that but uh, yeah i mean i actually wrote a couple of intros when i was talking about all the different intros um there's one uh one story he tells uh a ton of stories too and there is one story which uh i i added some uh some ideas to that um chris nicoletti is the uh, the head writer and he is just brilliant he's so funny and he he just knows the character so well, and 
between the two of us, I mean, you've heard I've got, I got bad jokes and Chris and I have that same sense of humor. So we have tortured the rest <laughs> of the, the Spiro Spidey team on our instant message chats with, we will go into a, you know, a three hour long pun off. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh dear God! If you, you guys got it's together, bad. it would you would reach critical mass and explode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. periodically post just for grins. I post stuff on the uh, Krypton Radio Twitter feed that just makes everybody gag or roll their eyes. You know, nice. But hey, it you gets attention there on Twitter tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that joke I, was not super. Sorry. <laughs> Yep, he's got the bug. Okay. <laughs> Can't I just do a better class of joke? <laughs> so See, Clark Kent. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. Well, Ciro's got uh, a number of toys. Is that like you... a Pictionary? Okay, so it's a blank. Nothingness. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so, you... so Ciro's got a bunch of toys. Are you doing voices yes. for any of the rest of them, or, or is it? Are you just focused on this one project? I'm uh, mostly focused on Spidey. There, there's a couple times where I've I've helped them out with some other demos. Um, uh, right now, um, they've got this insanely cool Ultimate Lightning McQueen toy. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I saw yes. that. Yes, I oh, saw that. Yes. Cool. Yeah, when they were first developing that, I, I did a, a few lines for them just to in, in the intro development stage with my really bad Owen Wilson impression. And uh, I, I got fired when they actually got the real Owen Wilson to come in and, and do it. So. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I think that's that's a fair trade. I'm it cool would be that. embarrassing if he did. They they said thank you very much and went with you though. I mean, so um, you are going to be working on this for the foreseeable future, really. I guess when you're a kid and you have this and and you still own Spidey Spiro in in five ten years, you can you know, Peter Parker, the the genius uh, science scientist, can help you with your homework. <laughs> oh boy. Wish I'd had that in chemistry class in high school, huh? So it looks so, like you're going to be on this one for the foreseeable future. Rented lips are getting in the way. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be, you are. Sp- That's a Spider-Man, Spiro Spider-Man. Spiro Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm Spiro Spider-Man for a while as long as, uh, as long as people enjoy it, and uh, like I say, I'm, I'm just like Spider. I, I've become more like Peter Parker. I, I have no life. I have no friends. I'm just sitting here in a room by myself. Oh, nice. Now it's all sad. Yeah, well, your work, you know, kind of uh, takes you out of the main loop, you know, for for voice actors, and uh, because you're not looking for work, and you're not networking with other voice actors who are looking for work. I should probably be doing it more because uh, there there are other opportunities that I need to uh, to to get out there and do some stuff. That Spidey definitely needs to be a good stepping stone to the the next cool things too. So this is by, now, by far the biggest single voice acting gig you'll probably ever have. Hey, no, that's not a nice thing. No, no it's not. It's <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth because voice acting gigs a voice acting gig will last maybe four months. You know, you'll be in the booth for four months and then you're out. You know, even for a series, 
That's this, they don't last. This longer is than something that. that can that can and and the cool thing is because it's for kids too. I mean sure. that's that's one of the the things I'm looking forward to is that to someday to where if this Spider Man you know connects it, this Spider Man means a lot to a kid this version to where I can make that phone call and talk to them and say you know what you're my superhero and just really oh, connect with the kid that boy. way you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's stuff like Make a Wish is probably going to want you. <laughs> Hopefully, that's that's the, that's that's the best part of doing the voice acting stuff to me is being able to have that connection to, especially kids. You know, I mean, there's so many stories of, of of you know my heroes who would call hospitals and stuff like that to where you know Winnie the Pooh. Jim Cummings does it all the time, where mm-hmm. he it would call as Winnie the Pooh and and um, I'm blanking. Uh, Carol Carol Spinney Spinney. Yeah. Yep, as as Paul Big as Bird, Big Bird. would call often. Yeah, I think is isn't there that one kind of I don't know if it's an urban myth or a real story where he called this kid who is who is kind of on on his deathbed and the kid eventually says you know uh, you know Big Bird are you my friend and Big Bird says yes of course I'm your friend I love you and then the kid just goes Big Bird's my friend and that's when the kid passes away. Oh. Have you seen those uh, 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 Starbucks commercials, the tie-in commercials where they they have the uh, Starbucks in New York they say uh they're reading off the names in the starbucks and they're you know name oh the spidey spider-man copy for spider-man and everybody's looking around going what and he comes down out of the the ceiling ceiling. (laughs) it's so awesome and they they use the movie suit too yep 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 that's one of the funny things uh a friend of mine who i met at uh, vo atlanta which is a big voiceover conference that um that I help uh, do sound for and have been there for the last four years. Um, she was actually in France. She was a Disney Elsa, not oh, voiceover, okay. but for live performances at the, at the, the uh-huh. French uh, Disney park. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. And she said that now that you've, you've done a, a big media character, you are going to get tagged in, Everything that has to do with Spider-Man, you are going to get T-shirts. Every present you have is going to be related to Spider-Man because that's what happened with her and, and Elsa. So I'm like, yep, so that, that just, sounds about right. That's tracks. <laughs> so she's just saturated in frozen stuff. Now that the that Homecoming has come out, we were talking about the movie Spider-Man Homecoming, and yeah. it, it's cool because this is one of the first times in recent times when when they are opening up Spidey to a younger audience too, being that he's 15 and they're keeping him in, as a teenager mm-hmm. in this movie. There's nothing too, you know, dark or heavy in this. So a lot of my friends are going to these screenings and saying, man, there's tons of kids here. And they walk out just saying, I love Spider-Man. They're so excited. So I think this is uh, another kind of a renaissance in the popularity of the old webhead, which is awesome. So, Well, and he started out in 1964, I think, mm-hmm. the Steve Ditko comic, Amazing Fantasy, number 13, as I remember. And then Spider-Man number one came out like mm-hmm. a, a month or two later. And yeah. I remember being short and yep. seeing that on the comic book stands at the drugstore for 10 cents and wanting it. And I didn't That's have so cool. a dime. <laughs> and, and if I had that now, I would be able to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still don't have a dime, so it, it's, yeah. it works out. Yeah. But uh, the original Spider-Man, of course, was a 16-year-old kid. 
you know, mm-hmm. trying to live up to the moniker Spider-Man and mm-hmm. having a hard time of it. So yep. uh, this is this real this new movie really returns to his roots, you know. Really yeah, puts in fact, even as Spider-Man to. One, I believe the the villain was Vulture. So that really that's one of the reasons why they chose Vulture for this uh, this reboot was that he was the the first villain to uh, to be in Spidey's official uh, uh, solo series. And they've really updated the story for him as well. They gave him a plausible yes. backstory. Yeah, and it really doesn't hurt that before. Michael Keaton is acting the heck out of that character too. Oh God, yes, and of course he he had just the last superhero movie he did. He played a character, uh, kind of like that. He was a winged, uh, yeah, a winged what, character. Birdman? Yeah, the, Birdman, the yeah. Birdman character. Yeah, you know, so he's already familiar with that trope. And I mean, he was the first Batman that uh, a lot, to a lot of my generation for sure. I mean, he's he's the one who helped start Batmania back in 1989 or 88. Was that something like that? Still the best so, yeah. movie Batmobile, hands down. Yes, the best movie 100%. Batmobile. Yeah, I, there's everyone they've done since then has been uh, either wanting or hokey. Yeah, I, I will agree with you 100 percent on that. That that was. That was a bad piece of machinery right there. That was awesome stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway, the when are, when can we look for the Spirit of Ice, the Spiro Spider-Man to be available? Is it it's available? Out, it's out. It's out it's now. Out now. Yep, it, it, it's out now. It's at uh, Best Buys. It's at uh, if you can find it. I know I've got some friends in Ventura who have been searching for a while, and, and it's been sold out quite a few places. But uh, Best Buys, Toys R Us, you can get it off of Amazon. Uh, so you can get your Amazon Prime free shipping on it. Get it to you quickly. Hopefully, if they got it. Um, I know Brookstone's got it. I believe Bed Bath wow. & Beyond's got it. And there's a ton of online uh, retailers, too. If you just do some some Google searching, there's a ton of places that, that have it. Uh, um, yeah. And he's, so, they've, he's, so they've got a smash hit on – you've got a smash hit on your hands. You know, I'm I'm hoping that's the case. Now, smashing is the other guy. That's Hulk. Hulk <laughs> um, I don't know if we can say that in this context, can we? <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> There, there's, they're, they're actually, I'm, uh, so here, here's another little hit, uh, tidbit for your listeners. That, uh, uh, one of the, the deep cuts of Easter eggs. So, uh, have you guys seen Civil War? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. So you remember how, um, there were some activation words for, uh, for poor Bucky, the Winter Soldier, that would, uh, uh, hypnotize him and make him ready to comply. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm hmm. I'm not going to say don't do that to Spidey because who knows what could happen. Whoa. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, we, we've thrown in, that's, this is a toy that was made by geeks. There are <laughs> so many Easter eggs that I don't think anyone's ever going to find them all. Um, I'll, I'll give you one that, that you'll probably not, not actually, no one will ever find it because no one will probably do this. But, um, so if, if you reboot Spidey, it'll clear everything out. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm imagine you guys will know this character, but I recorded um, the last lines before the regeneration of the last four Doctors of his reboot lines. <laughs> I don't want to go. Oh, yep, it's, awesome. that was one. Um, <laughs> and then I can't remember nines. It was like you know, yeah, I don't know about you. 
but I was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that was nine. That was uh, that Eccleston. was nine. That was Eccleston. Um, but there's one. Um, I, I did throw in one. Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this for Star Wars. Oh, cool. We actually did a little Star Wars joke in there. Um, yeah, so we, we, we try to throw in as many little Easter eggs that people are going to get a, uh, oh, one of my favorites is, uh, um, so Chris, the head writer is a big fan of, um, Stranger Things. Have you guys seen that on Netflix? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things, and we haven't talked about it here, Spidey is, uh, he's got an accelerometer inside. So he knows if you're moving him, if you shake him, he'll actually like act like you're shaking him. He'll feel like, Earthquake! <laughs> um, if you turn him upside down, he'll have some jokes. Uh, uh, but Chris was so excited that he could sneak, sneak this one in. You turn him upside down, and he goes, Hey, look, I'm in the upside down. <laughs> you went there, didn't That's you? Awesome. He went he there. so went there. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so there's all sorts of little – again, and we're going to keep adding as many, you know – Fun little uh, gags that you know kids might not get, but adults will be like, "Wait a second, did he just reference Ferris Bueller's Day Off?" The answer, yes. Awesome. Yeah, yes. My my favorite one. This is this is an Andrewism. Um, there's one point where if you use your powers at the incorrect time, and I'll, let me see if you get this one or not. Uh, Spidey will go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Nice shooting, Tex." <laughs> <laughs> do, do we know that line? Ghostbusters, yep. yeah. Yep, Ghostbusters with Slimer, yeah. That, that I love that line. So they let me sneak that one in. So there's, yeah, there's a ton of Easter eggs in here for uh, for people to find out. Well, we're very glad you were able to join us on this evening's episode of The Event Horizon. Our guest is Andrew Bates. Very glad you were able to take time out and join us on the show. Awesome. That's so cool. Thank you guys so much. I'm, I've, like I said, this is my first interview about Spidey. So it's, just, it's, that's what's been so weird for a year and a half. It's been a real secret identity. So it's fun to actually be able to talk about this stuff. And it's hard to keep some of the secrets of all the little, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the stuff. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to tell some of those off just because they're, they're no one will figure it out unless somebody actually kind of gives them a little nudge in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You have been listening to episode 175 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for July 15th, 2017. Our guest today has been Andrew S. Bates, the voice of Spiro's interactive Spider-Man toy. Your hosts have been Gene Turnbow and Susan Fox. This episode will air again at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow afternoon, that's a Sunday, and two more times on the following Thursday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all of the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our own website at kryptonradio.com under the Event Horizon show tab as podcasts. A couple of notes here. First, we did skip last week because of the demands of our new ramp-up in our crowdfunding efforts on Patreon.com. And second, if you're looking for episode 172 of The Event Horizon, there just is no 172nd episode because of a clerical error during post-production. We skipped a number! <laughs> Krypton Radio is listener-supported geek culture radio, and though some of our money does come from advertising, most of it 
comes from avid listeners just like you. If you enjoy listening to Krypton Radio, please help us out so that we can stay on the air. Visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio and contribute whatever you can. Even $5 a month makes an enormous difference because, of course, it all adds up. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was played by sci-fi illustrator Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by science fiction grandmaster Larry Niven. This program is copyright 2017 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon on Krypton Radio. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>